Hi guys, welcome to episode number 16. Today we are chatting with Joanna Kaiser all about how to get free accommodation and stretch your dollars whilst traveling. This is a goodie guys, hope you enjoy. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share and connect with fellow solo woman travelers from all over the globe. Hey guys, and welcome back to another awesome episode. Today I am joined by Joanna Kaiser. Now she is an expert when it comes to getting free accommodation and stretching your dollars for travel. So welcome to the show, Joanna. Hi, Zena. Hey, thanks so much for coming on. It's so good to finally connect with you because we've been trying to do this for like weeks, right? <laughs> yes, months yeah. maybe. Months maybe, yeah, yeah months. <laughs> so tell us, where are you right now and what have you been up to these past few weeks? Yeah, um, so right now I am in northern Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been here for about six weeks total. Um, and I am doing a little uh, work away gig. Um, it's like a work trade situation where I'm teaching a family how to speak English. That's pretty cool. So they're an Italian yeah. family, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, exclusively Italian. <laughs> uh, they speak very minor English, but you know, we're working on it. <laughs> so did you speak <laughs> any Italian before you got there? None. Um, zero. I speak a little bit of Spanish, which has been, kind of like my lifesaver here. <laughs> um, but I'm also working on my Italian out of necessity. So I can imagine, because I've been in this scenario overseas, like there's a lot of hand gestures and like, you know, trying to yes. guess what someone means. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, the hand gestures are like their own language. Um, <laughs> it's like a sub language of Italian, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also learned that there's like, multiple different Italian languages as well. So, Oh, really? really, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like Sicilian is completely different from what they speak in Northern Italy and things like that. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you're learning a lot. I'm trying. You're trying. trying. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us, how did you come to be in Italy with a family who speak basically no English apart from what you're teaching them? (laughs) How did this happen? Um, so I use a website, actually I use multiple websites. Um, uh, this one in particular is called workaway.info. Um, it's basically a volunteer website. Uh, I've used it three times total now. Mm -hmm. Um, I spent four months in the Caribbean. Oh, wow. Doing, working for a small family again, and now six weeks here in Italy. Um, I've really lucked out with it. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's a big um, kind of platform for people that are just looking for anything from maybe help gardening to help around the house or um, really anything, building. Yeah, yeah, and and they ask for 25 hours of work a week. That's the maximum that they can ask from you. Right, yeah. Yeah. and they provide you with room and board at minimum and usually food. Oh, okay, right. So sometimes food can be additional, but usually they'll include it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you basically just need to pay your flights to get to the place, right? 
Exactly. Yes. Um, and sometimes they actually do pay you. It depends on the advertisement itself. Um, right. you really kind of have to dig and do your research and just find something that's going to fit you. Yeah. Um, a lot of like hostel work and things like that on there. Oh, okay. Right. So you could stay at the hostel and like be on the reception desk or something like that or cleaning or something. Right. Oh. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting because that makes sense why there's so many various travelers from all over the show and hostels, like, you know, working there. That makes more sense now. Huh? Yeah. It's, um, it's something that I've used a, a lot. Um, I think it's, it's really incredible and it gives you a, a really unique experience, um, every time. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. So you said you've done it three times. So you mentioned the Caribbean and now you're in Italy. What was the other one? Um, I was in Northern California. That one was very temporary. I was only there for about a week. Yeah. Um, We're looking at a little bed and breakfast. And was that good? Was it a good experience? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like I can tell you left it out for a reason. I'm like, uh Oh, (laughs) it was an interesting experience. Basically with work away, I consider it to be like the Craigslist of, um, travel sites. Uh, so you really have to like, look into where you're going and like who your family is. Um, Right. This particular one in California was a last minute thing. And I just showed up for like a week and then left. (laughs) (laughs) Never to return again by the sounds. (laughs) Yes. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It was an interesting experience to say the least. Yeah, yeah, it sounds it. And that's a whole nother podcast. Anywho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, like, I know you're traveling on your own over there at the moment, but how did you become a solo woman traveler? Like, to take us back oh, to the man. beginning. How did that kind of eventuate, I guess? Mm. I love you know, that you're drinking I, uh, a cup of tea as well. I'm assuming it's a cup of tea. <laughs> yes, of course. Aww. Um I, um, man, a long story really, but, uh, cliff notes version. Um, I just kind of got sick of living in Wisconsin, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'd lived there for 23 years and I didn't really have anybody that wanted to travel with me. And I was getting kind of antsy to get out and nobody was able to come with me. And so I just took my first trip, um, actually found my first tr- solo trip on Groupon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know that this, website. Yo- yeah. Yeah, at this um, yoga retreat center in Hawaii. Wow. And I got there, and I just decided that I was going to go back to Wisconsin, finish school, and then go live there. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, about a year later, I moved there. Whereabouts in Hawaii was it? Uh, the big island. Oh, wow. I love Hawaii. So, like, this is like, you know, dreams are made of this stuff. So, keep talking. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was always a, I went there um, with like my first boyfriend, maybe when I was 18, and I fell in love with the big island and yeah. um, just always wanted to go back and finally just was like, you know what? I'm just going to book a trip. 
Yeah, and you just I have to go solo. And did you get hooked after that, or was it more out of necessity that you kept traveling solo? Like, what was it for you? No, fully addicted. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it got addiction. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And it's like I guess this is something we haven't really talked about on a podcast, but some people are really afraid of it, but others are like, "Holy shit!" Like once you start, you can't stop. Kind of addicted. And yeah, you're obviously one of those. Can you speak to that for those who don't get it? Like, why do you love it so much? Um, you know, it's, it's like all those family vacations or vacations that you took with other people where, you know, everybody wants to do different things Mm -hmm. and ultimately you can't satisfy everybody's desires on a vacation. Um, and sometimes it turns sour, you know? And it just, it just was like, you don't have any of that. You can just go out at any point in the day, do whatever you want. Yeah. Nobody's going to be there to tell you anything different. Yeah. And, um, man, it's just a beautiful way to travel. It's so, and it really makes you have to be resourceful, um, you know, with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, you're out there, you don't have anybody else to rely on and it just, teaches you to be really independent I think yeah yeah and I think it teaches you just how capable and resourceful you can be when you need to be like you know it just really brings out that inner wisdom wisdom and like you said before it's like it's just freedom just right do what you want when you want how you want where you want freedom exactly I love it I love it yeah so tell us about your style of travel then because you're all about stretching your money when you're traveling so tell us about the style of travel and how you get around and what you get up to yes so um I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that you have to be like completely loaded to travel Mm -hmm. um which is not true at all yeah I will say that you you definitely need savings um because things go wrong ultimately. Um, and you, you need to buy sometimes, you know, last minute bus tickets or things like that. Yeah. Um, so savings is important, but, uh, yeah, I almost never pay for accommodations when I travel. Um, you know, because I use multiple different websites to, to do so work away is one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, another one that I've been using, as of late is uh trusted house sitters. Oh, so you do house sitting. I do. Yeah, yeah. I just started using that one. Um while I was overseas, I found it's been really nice. Yeah. Um and I actually just did one in Malta and one in the UK. Oh cool. And so how did that go? Like is that an easy process or do you need references before you can like book or like request to, to stay in their house? Like, how does that work? Um, it really depends on the people. I think that with trusted house sitters, there is like a fairly, um, I don't want to say high, but there's a membership fee. That's like about $120, Mm -hmm. I believe. Um, and so when you get on there, they, you know, they verify you and you start to get like character references, maybe from friends and family, things like that. Um, it depends. You know, I had no, I had no information on there and I got one in Malta. 
Um, wow. And then, yeah, and then I think it depends on how trusting the, the people are that you're yeah, going yeah. to house it, really. Yeah. And do you normally, like, meet them beforehand? Because I've, I've talked about this with other friends and family members before, and, like, someone had rented her house, or, sorry, she'd put it on the house-sitting site, and then she'd come over to New Zealand, but she met the person who was staying there. Like, they flew in the day before, you get to meet them, show them around your house and stuff like that. Like, did, did that happen for you? Did you meet the people you were whose house you yeah, were? Yeah, I did both times. Um, I have friends that house it full-time, and oh, they yeah. never meet the people. Um, wow. I've met them both times. And honestly, they were great. And we wound up like going out and getting food and going to the pub. And um, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Amazing people. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And I guess that's kind of security for both of you when you get to meet them. And I right, think it would, exactly. Yeah, put my mind at ease. Okay, so you've mentioned the workaway.info site and then the trustedhousesitters.com. Do you have any yes. other tips or tricks up your sleeve when it comes to getting free accommodation or cheap travel? Um, I use, if you're in the United States, mm-hmm. um, I, I use a website called coolworks.com. Uh, that is seasonal and year round jobs. So those are actually paid position jobs. Uh, a lot of them will give you free rent, Mm -hmm. uh, which is incredible. And it's basically how I save all of my money to go travel again. Um, cause essentially, you know, you're getting hired, you're getting paid and you're also not paying any bills. Yeah. Um, which is a beautiful thing. And a lot of times food is included. Wow. Um, again, you have to kind of dig, uh, a little bit to find the places that are going to give you everything. Um, but they are out there and it's an amazing way to save money because then you've, you're working and, you know, just basically banking all of what you're making. Yeah. So that you can just go traveling again. Yeah. Right. This is a great system that you've got going. It is really good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it it's been is really good. for about four years now. <laughs> yeah. You were mentioning, yeah. like, before we started recording, you mentioned the term, like, gypsy. Like, you're a bit of a gypsy, so. Definitely you know, no roots. Um, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an intense lifestyle, but it's amazing. So, after you finish in um, Italy, where are you heading to next? So you've got another week to go. Where are you off to? I am going to, um, sorry, I'm going to upstate New York yeah. uh, to start a job that I found on Coolworks. Mm-hmm. Um, it is at a retreat center in the mountains. It's supposedly gorgeous. I'm really excited to get there, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's like a yoga and meditation kind of wellness retreat center. Right, that's cool. In uh, Fonsia, New York, yeah. Wow. And how long are you planning to be there for? Um, as long as possible, really. Uh, I, I've been overseas now for about five months, so I haven't really made much cash. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm hoping to just sit tight and make some money and then, and then head back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to keep yeah. up with that gypsy lifestyle. So earn a bit of money and then you'll be back on the road, right? <laughs> yeah, 
Exactly. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So what are some of your like favorite or standout travel memories from what you've been doing? Oh my goodness. Um, wow. Um, so I, I spent basically the last three years traveling the entire United States. Um, I just kind of wanted to see my country and then go see, go see others. Mm-hmm. Um, but my God, I were, I would say my, my top favorite, I did a year in Hawaii, which was incredible. Mm. Um, at a, a yoga retreat center as well. Yeah. Um, they actually accept volunteer work too. It's called Kalani, um, Oceanside retreat center. Um, and then I did six months in Northern Arizona, which I honestly didn't anticipate to love so much. Um, but it is incredible. It's like right by the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Uh, the whole, whole area is beautiful. Um, man. And then I would say the four months I spent in the Caribbean. Yeah. Wow. I can imagine that was pretty amazing incredible yeah it was beautiful so that was part of the work away so what were you doing in the Caribbean what what did you have to do so I was um helping a small family um with a like a two-year-old son and the the woman was also pregnant so she just wanted somebody to cook dinner like five nights a week yeah um which is what I do by trade. So mm-hmm. it's really easy. And, um, I had amazing accommodations with that. Um, she gave me a car and everything. Oh my so. gosh. Really? Yeah. Wow. So car, beautiful little like, um, guest cottage kind of thing on yeah. their property. And, um, yeah, I just cooked them dinner five nights a week, really simple stuff for the kids. Yeah. Meatloaf and <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, things that kids will eat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. Like, yeah, I could happily make meatloaf and sausages and mash and whatever else kids are going to eat. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, cruise around the Caribbean in my car. Pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get lonely or do you miss home or your family or anything when you're traveling? No, you know, I think, I think it has its moments. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, but that's, that's more or less when you're out and you're like seeing something really beautiful and you're hoping that somebody's there with you maybe. Yes. Um, Or, you know, if, if you're having like a bad travel day, that's always, (laughs) that's always part of it. Um, but no, I don't. Uh, my family is kind of all scattered throughout the U.S. anyway. Yeah. Um, and so I, I really don't. Uh, I love being on the road, and I think it's at this point it's home is wherever you hang your hat kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Home is wherever you are at the end of the day. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So – how do you pack your suitcase for these trips? Cause you're like away for like a long time. Are you yes. like, are you an overpacker? Are you like a, you got this down to an art, like speak to that for a minute. Cause I, I wish I had a down to an art. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, I just, I have no attachment really to much. Um, I don't travel with 
basically anything. I used to just live out of a carry-on, which was amazing, and I'm hoping to get back to that. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I I find that um, I carry like one big backpack and then a carry-on suitcase. Yeah. Um, that's what I travel with. Uh, and I find that, you know, I just kind of ditch whatever at the end of the trip, um, clothing wise, if I'm changing climates and somehow I just sort of acquire everything <laughs> that I need, uh, yeah. eventually. Yeah, I was going to say, when you're traveling, like, you know, from place to place, kind of like that, yeah, like, you must, yeah, I guess you just acquire it, or you survive without it, I guess. Yeah, or you deal without it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You just make it work. Yeah. Yes. So, what's one item that you just can't travel without? Oh, man, I would have said my cell phone up until the other day when I dropped it in the toilet, and now I haven't had a cell phone. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Whoops. I would have said that. Um, And what don't I travel without? Um, I don't know, you know? I think I I kind of just ditch everything... um, you know, all the time. So it really kind of changes, I guess, uh, the backpack itself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so interesting. And I guess there's a lot of lessons in there. Like you really, you can go without like, yeah, even your cell phone. Cause that's like the one thing I say when people ask me that question, I'm like, Oh, my iPhone, like I can't survive without my iPhone. And I guess if it goes swimming in the toilet, like you will still survive. (laughs) You will make it evidently in Milan. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 It was an insane day, but it, I, I did survive it. So it's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you have any plans to get a new cell phone anytime soon or? Yes. Yes. As soon as I get back to the States, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you keep me posted on that one. Definitely. So what's something that you've learned from being a solo woman traveler? Like what has it taught you? Mm, you know, people are amazing. Um, I don't really have any fear anymore. Um, you know, that was something that I think it takes a lot of courage to take your first trip. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anything, it's taught me that people are beautiful and everybody's willing to help. You know, there's always somebody that is going to come around and help you if you need it. Um, mm. uh, yeah, just trusting people that maybe you've never even met. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that's a big one. That was something I would say when I lived in Wisconsin. Like, I didn't, you know, I would have thought that, that would be a terrible idea, super dangerous, but um, it's really not. People yeah. are great. <laughs> I love yeah. that you said that. I really, really love that you said that because – it's something that I, I try and like communicate often is just trust in the goodness and the kindness of others because, you know, like the majority of people on the planet are good, kind, genuine human beings. So, right. you know, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love that you said that. That's awesome. So what about some safety advice for any fellow travelers? Like have you had any, I don't know, scary or sticky situations that you've learned from or anything that you can – give us some advice around? You know, I've been really fortunate in that 
department. Um, I have had some situations where, you know, you wind up maybe like in a dodgier area or something. Um, just kind of trust your gut. Don't go, you know, don't do anything you wouldn't do at home, I guess. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, just the normal stuff. I think, I think female travelers are very aware of, um, what they're kind of up against. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, you know, just trust your gut. Don't go doing anything that you wouldn't do back where you are yeah. normally. Um, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, in terms of resources, so you gave us like those three websites before, but when it comes to say, um, booking your flights or like getting your insurance or anything like that, like are there any tips or any, specific resources that you've got there? Um, insurance wise, I do world nomad insurance. Um, I've been using that overseas for the past five months and it's been great. Cool. Fortunately I have had to use it, but can you claim um, on your cell phone through them out of interest? I can't, I don't, I don't actually, you know what? I need to look into that because I don't know. Um, yeah, thanks. I will look into that. Um, I've been using my my cell phone's insurance, so that's what I'm banking on, but that's something to look into. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> flight-wise, uh, Skyscanner I use sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I want to do, like, a multi-flight, I use Skyscanner. Um, so for this particular trip, I had to book, like, five or six tickets um, because – Typically, they want to see a return ticket to your yeah. the country that you live in. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, I use Skyscanner. Otherwise, Google Flights I find to be great. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, cool. Yeah, it's interesting because everyone seems to use similar sort of sites, really, like Expedia and Skyscanner, Google Flights. Like, you know, there's a lot of really similar ones that come up. So, yeah, it's interesting. So as much as possible, I try to use the airlines website itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's something really good that you've pointed out because as an ex travel agent, I can say that if you can like even look it up on Webjet or Expedia or whatever you're using Skyscanner and then book it directly with the airline, it'll save a lot of hassle if anything goes wrong, if you have to make any changes, cause you're like cutting out that third party website because if you right. ring the airline direct, they'll usually say, no, you have to go book to the per- back to the person you booked it through, which might be like Skyscanner, um, and that just right. causes a real hassle because then Skyscanner have to deal directly with the airline, so you're on hold, and, you know, it just becomes like a bit of a rigmarole. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. definitely good advice. If you can go directly to the airline, it saves a lot of hassle and, and um, things down the road for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I was going to ask where you're off to next, but you have told us that you're going to New York to the retreat center, or is it just outside of New York in the mountains? Am I right? Yeah, it's upstate New York. Um, So the city, I believe, is about two hours south of where I'm going to be. I'm by Woodstock. Hey, that's cool. Woodstock. (laughs) Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. You'll have to, like, go find, like, a sign and take a photo. I want to see. (laughs) definitely i'm really excited to check it out actually (laughs) oh that'd be fun so outside of that so you're gonna save some money and stuff where are you gonna go off to next or do you 
do you wait? How does this work? I am desperately trying to hold off um, (laughs) on booking trips. Um, However, I did organize that, that San Francisco trip. Yeah. So we're, that's my next booked little weekend stay. Um, But I am hoping to hit Canada because I've actually never been to Canada. Haven't Um, you? Wow. And I grew up like right below it. Um, so Canada, probably, I really want to go to Cuba. Yes. Cuba's awesome. Yeah. It's on the list. Yeah, definitely. And my advice to anyone listening is go to Cuba as soon as you can, because it is changing so quickly. So, so quickly, um, that yeah, you kind of want to get there before it's, it's a kind of, it's a little bit more untouched right now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, so it sounds like you got lots of ideas anyway. Oh my gosh. Endless, <laughs> endless bucket list as far as that goes. Yeah. And I think you should put New Zealand on your bucket list. Oh, it's totally on there. Yes. Oh, good. That's also good. <laughs> good. So, so many places. It's yeah. Ridiculous. That's the problem when <laughs> you become a travel addict is it. Yeah. Everywhere is pretty much on your list, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So do you have any final words of advice for our ladies listening? Um, I would say that if you are considering taking a solo trip, just do it. Just yeah. book the trip. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and really at the end, worth it. Yeah, at the end of the day, you've got nothing to lose. It'll be so worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I 100% Absolutely. agree. So where can everyone <laughs> find you if they want to connect with you after this episode? Um, you can find me on Facebook mm-hmm. or, um, my Instagram, which I just made, um, Joanna underscore Kaiser underscore, um, either of those places will work. Cool. And so it's Joanna J O A N N A and then underscore Kaiser, which is K A I S E R. Yes. Underscore. Okay. Awesome. All right. For anyone listening who wants to connect with you and welcome to the world of Instagram. It's great to have you there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's an interesting world. It is. It sure is. Well, thank you so much, Joanna, for finally connecting with me, for coming on the podcast and for giving us some really awesome tips. It's been so good to chat with you. Yeah. You too, Zena. Thanks. You are welcome. And we need to keep in touch because you're such a gypsy. We want to know what you're up to and where you're off to. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Of course. Awesome. All right. Well, you take care and we'll chat again soon. Okay, Zeta. We'll talk to you later. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think, then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.